From COK Studios in Kai Rizdahl's restroom, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider how to navigate Thanksgiving dinner with polarizing relatives. We'll also consider the life of a rock and roll reporter in our music series, Consider the Sound. And we'll consider a tutor who tooted the flute, tried to tutor two tutors to toot, said the two to the tutor, is it tougher to toot or to tutor two tutors to toot? Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the Turducken Foundation, keeping America fat by researching new, exciting foods to stuff inside of a turkey. For a tutorial on how to fill a turkey with butter, bacon, brisket, and a braised pork shoulder, visit neverfull.org. And listeners like you, yes you, who will go into the bathroom to listen to our show during Thanksgiving dinner just so you don't have to hear your family argue about Trump anymore. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. Society is more divided than ever, with people taking sides on a variety of issues, and that division could very well be on full display this week as families gather together for Thanksgiving dinner. The fight over taxes and health care in Washington, the Russia investigation, gun violence, national anthem protests, and sexual assault scandals in both the entertainment and political spheres. These are just a few of the wealth of subjects that are ripe for family tension and arguments. Most people say that you should always avoid discussing politics or hot-button issues with your family around the Thanksgiving table because it will lay waste to the grateful feeling that the holiday is all about. Fletcher Smiley has written a new book called Thanksgive It a Rest, which is full of techniques to help people get through Thanksgiving dinner with family who don't always share your viewpoints or won't obey the rule that certain subjects are off-limits. He joins us here in the studio. Welcome to COK, Fletcher. I am grateful to be here. What made you want to write this book? Well, last Thanksgiving, I was in a very dark place. Trump had just won the election, and I was in shock. I went home to visit my family for Thanksgiving, and I was just barely keeping it together because I knew that my parents, aunts and uncles, and cousins had voted for Trump. They even wore their Make America Great Again hats at the table. I tried so hard not to bring politics up during dinner, but then my Uncle Norm said something about All Lives Matter and how he was excited for the border wall, and I just lost it. Oh, what do you mean? I went berserk. I threw my plate against the wall. I knocked wine glasses off the table. I tore up my nephew's weird little construction paper turkey centerpiece. It was ugly. I screamed at my family for being terrible people, and then I threw the gravy boat at the TV because we had to eat dinner with Hannity on in the background. Yikes. Sounds like you really did lose it. Oh, yeah. I ruined that Thanksgiving. I still feel terrible about it. I hit my mom in the eye with a Brussels sprout. She only recently got all of her vision back in that eye. (sighs) So what happened after that? I left. I got in my car and I drove for miles. I realized that even though my family are all conservative nightmares, there had to be a better way to deal with them than having a full-blown thrombo during a holiday meal. 
I spent the next five months visiting with shaman, mystics, therapists, motivational speakers, and mediators to try and get a handle on my emotions, and also how to deal with my family or anyone I disagree with on major issues. Oh, hence your new book. Yes. I wanted to take what I had learned and put it together to help other people like me from snapping and throwing a cornucopia full of gourds at their drunk aunt's dumb fat face. So, what kinds of techniques do you talk about? Well, let me show you. I've invited my Aunt Bonnie here to give me prompts that would have set me off in the past, but now I can deal with what she says with my new method. Bonnie is probably one of my most irritating relatives, too. She's always gotten under my skin like a tick. Uh, hello, Bonnie. Hi. Let's go ahead. Say something, Bonnie. Those anthem protests are ridiculous. If you're going to disrespect our flag, then get out of here. We don't need you. Now I just calmly say, thanks, give it a rest. It's like a mantra. Thanks, give it a rest. I am staying calm, and I am reminding myself to be thankful as I deflect her inflammatory comment. Confederate monuments are an important part of our history. If you take them down, how will we remember what happened? There were heroes in the South, and they need to be recognized. Thanks. Give it a rest. I will ignore the fact that the South was the enemy in the Civil War and not engage. Trump is the best president we've ever had. Thanks. Give it a rest. Climate change is a hoax started by the Chinese and the Democrats. Thanks. Give it a rest. Those women accusing that nice Roy Moore of molesting them are just sluts trying to get attention. Besides, Joseph was like 30 and Mary was like 14 when they had Jesus, so it's no big deal what he did. It's in the Bible. Thanks, give it a rest. I believe Putin when he said he didn't meddle in the election. Thanks, give. You know, I need to step outside for a minute. Hillary's emails! I guess his new technique is a work in progress. That was Fletcher Smiley, author of the new book, Thanks Give It a Rest, a guide to dealing with frustrating families. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to music. Wanda Morgenthal has been a rock and roll reporter for almost 40 years, and in that time she's interviewed, hung out with, and been backstage with some of the greatest musicians in the world. Now Wanda is releasing audio recordings of her interviews over the past four decades in a new anthology called The Backstage Tapes, My Life in a Haze of Smoke, Pheromones, and Rock. I chatted with Wanda as she shared some of her phenomenal memories. Thank you for taking the time with us today. Hey, it was either this or get high with Willie Nelson for the umpteenth time. So, Wanda, what are some of the things that you've experienced that might surprise people the most? Oh, well, let's see. Um, Prince was really only mediocre in bed. He did this thing with his elbow that I guess he thought women liked, but I didn't care for it myself. I see. Also, the guys in Nirvana smelled absolutely amazing. Really? They didn't smell like teen spirit? <laughs> I remember when I was assigned to follow them on their tour for a while after Nevermind came out, and I was worried because they looked like they smelled just awful, like mothballs, booze, and stale farts. 
But Kurt Cobain was just sublime. He smelled like lilac oil and fresh linen sheets. I'm not kidding. Even when he was a sweaty mess after the show, I don't know how he did it. Dave Grohl, too. He smells like sandalwood and a summer breeze. That is surprising. Now, you've got almost 100 hours of interviews in this new audio anthology. What ones do you think were your best? Well, there's one of me with Bob Dylan. I'm proud of that one because he was very mercurial. I could only interview him standing on his front lawn while he yelled at me from his third floor window. Bob, tell me about your new album, Desire. Well, it was really good because we are on the album down in the basement. And it was and it was really good. That is something. I did another one with Carly Simon in 1976. It was really great. I almost got her to tell me who she wrote You're So Vain about. Carly, come on. Tell us who the song is about. We're dying to know. <laughs> I was actually in Chris Christopherson's stables. We shroomed out for like two days with Rita Coolidge and Stephen Stills, and I was tripping balls. In my defense, Buttercup did look exactly like Carly Simon. I'm sure. Yeah, I've seen some stuff. Like, the time I saw Steven Tyler swallow an entire microphone on stage in 92. Scarves and all. Or when Elton John and I toilet paper at Celine Dion's house. Wow, did she know it was you? <laughs> yeah, she got Elton back good. He still checks every toilet for saran wrap now. Wow. Well, Wanda, you really have seen it all. Oh, man, I sure have. Now, if you'll excuse me, Willie has a fatty with my name on it. Hey, Nelson! Take it your old man threw all over that split! That was rock and roll reporter Wanda Morgenthal. Look for her audio anthology of interviews coming out at the end of the month. This has been Consider the Sound. Now it's time for some special Thanksgiving Big Little Wins. Congratulations, Lee Stone in Salt Lake City, who was granted a wish when he got the big half of the wishbone at his friend's giving party. Sure, all he wished for was the bigger half, but that doesn't make this any less of a Big Little Win. Our other Big Little Win comes from 12-year-old Kylie Lombard in Minneapolis, who will get to sit at the adults' table for Thanksgiving this year instead of at the kids' table. Enjoy not having your little brother Evan kick you under the table and having more sophisticated conversations with your Aunt Joyce about her singles cruise to Coronado. We know you're thankful for this big little win. If you or someone you know has a big little win worth sharing, let us know about it by posting on Facebook or Twitter. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit our website, considerourknowledge.com, for more news and stories. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us for breaking news on Twitter, at ConsiderOurKnow. If you want to download the podcast, you can do it at iTunes or at Stitcher.com. This week's episode is dedicated to one of the co-founders of ACDC, the great Malcolm Young, who passed away this week at the age of 64. We salute you, Malcolm. Thanks so much for listening. Have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. I'm Connor Bentley.
<laughs> Insert horse sound. <laughs> <laughs> Not farts. Horses fart. Well, yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>